I maybe I did play at least a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And throughout the week, with our replay, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. On Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! Welcome back to 88.3 WHT's. After further review, we're back here with Frank Vasher and myself. Laugh now, cry later. That's been pretty much the, the mantra of the show here for the last uh, eight years or so. So we got a few minutes before John Vandevacay calls in. So we're going to talk a little bit of segment on why Frank has on an old school Dennis Rodman, the worm defensive shirt from the old school bad boy Pistons. Well, this goes back to last month when we had uh, Prime Week at Amazon. And we basically what we did is we had various days where you could wear their attire of Detroit sports teams. So let's see. There and there was a day where we had the Pistons as theme. I said, you know what, I gotta find some. So I had to go around to Dunham's and find something. And I found uh, which is a really good sports store, which used to be in Toledo for a short, brief time. But at Dunham's is basically a Michigan base. Yes, they are like an MC Sports. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So I go I go there and I'm looking. It's like, you know, I don't want to be – I'm not looking to buy a jersey or spend something real expensive. I was like, you know what, I want to go kind of – I want to go kind of old school. See if I can find like a a, ba- a Detroit bad boy shirt or – I mean, I had seen – there was one I had seen a while back with uh, Rip Horn and Bill Lambeer on. And, but then I come across this uh, Dennis Rodman one. I'm like, you know what – I'll go with this one since uh, Rodman was a key member of the Bad Boys, and he also was featured in The Last Dance. So I'll go with that. And, of course, everyone that saw it really liked it. And they were, like, and they were asking me at work, I was like, hey, where did you find that shirt? I said, I just found it at Dunham's. I only paid like, only got it for like 20-some dollars. So got my per- my uh, raffle tickets for, for participating in our Spirit Challenge, unfortunately, didn't win anything, but oh well, is what it is. Oh, that, that's an interesting story. Now, you're, you're not a Pistons fan, are you? <laughs> you're, you're all Detroit, but I believe, yeah, because later on you're going to talk about some of the moves the Pistons made in free agency and in the draft. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that, too, with John Vanekeve. I do have to preface it by saying there's been a lot of reaction I have seen of people not happy and... This is act, and I th- what I think the Pistons are doing is good. They realize that they need mm. to enter the word that a lot of people don't want them to enter, or the old regime did not want to enter. Say it with me: rebuilding. But it seems like Detroit teams are always rebuilding. <laughs> Well, the way that it's been done has been done the wrong way. How so? Well, I think, well, because the way that um, uh, Troy Weaver, new GM, is going about this, I think he's following the playbook of 
his mentor in Oklahoma City, Sam Presti. Say, you know what? But we need to get assets in and and have a long-term plan. What the old regime was primarily doing was trying to go for short-term success, as, which wasn't necessarily guaranteed. Like, for example, the whole trade with Blake Griffin a few years ago said, oh, we got to get Blake Griffin so we can get stars to come here. And it didn't what really did happen. it result in? Being a party pillow for the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs one season, and that was it. And well, also you got to understand too that uh, he's been injured too. I know. So I mean, they go for injured star, paying big money. That's not the way you rebuild. You got to go with what Troy Weaver has done so far, and I'll get into it. Go for short-term deals. You bring guys in, give them a chance to show something, and when the time is right, you flip them for assets, like draft picks, young players. Do the stuff to build it up. They're not doing the whole. They're not doing the whole Sam Hinkie trust the process deal. That's not happening. They're kind of. I mean, yeah, they are. They are. You could say that they are tanking, but they're not. They're not. Do, they're not doing what the Seventy Sixers did. That, that, that is true. You're right. Yeah, I mean, the to me, I I kind of like the I uh, now that I've kind of seen how teams have rebuilt, I kind of prefer the Church of Sam Presti over the Church of Sam Hinky. I'll be <laughs> albeit to be fair, the Sixers didn't really see it through with the Church of Sam Hinky. They decided, hey, let's go, let's go make a big splash now, and oh crap. We really screwed things up, and now we're not going to win squat diddly poo for a number of years. As right now, we are currently waiting on John Vanikave to join us. All right, we'll, uh, we'll put John a little bit. So, Jess, j- yeah, just, just hold John. So, we got John on the phone yep. line, but we're going to take a quick break when we get get to him. So, that's why I said, Yeah. <laughs> you, you like to jump the gun for Oh, I said, we were, I said we were waiting on him. So, yeah, we got like, a little. You, uh, like, you like to put the cart in front of the horse all well, the time. I was, try, I was trying not to. I was like, okay, I, I think he's on the line, but I right. want to wait. You're a backwards Ben Hur. I mean, that's what we got. So, we got John Van oh, okay. on the line after the commercial break. And we talk a lot of NBA and get a little further into what Frank was talking about, the, the church of Sam Pressy and the church of Sam Hinky. The very uh, uh, religious today, even though it's a Saturday. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, just, it's just an expression for ways to rebuild teams. Because you see, cause the way, because the Sam Presti way is the way that Oklahoma City is doing it. They acknowledge, hey... We're not going to be contending anytime soon. We need to sell off pieces and get assets. And you know what? Ta- sometimes it, ta- it takes a lot it takes a lot to do that, but you know what? If you're willing to admit it, good good on your part. Right. So, we're going to get on take a quick quick break here on 88.3 WTs. After further review, nice t-shirt again, Frank. Dennis Rodman, the worm. I can't believe you got that shirt from almost 30 years ago. How much was it? It well, it was it wasn't. It wasn't like sold thirty years ago. It was just. I guess they just 
They remake the yeah, remake. Re- yeah, it's probably just a remake of one. Because I know at Dunham's, I've seen some like Detroit Bad Boys merchandise there from time to time. Mm-hmm. Dunham's in Ron- Monroe. Monroe? Yes. Yeah, it's in Monroe. Yeah, I'll go over there, even though there's barely any stores in Monroe anymore. I there's know. There's a Dunham's. I don't think that Ruby Tuesday is over there anymore. No, that's gone. I mean, there, there's also, as well, of course, before we came on the air, we were showing the, uh, we were playing a previous show, and I was talking about how, uh, about Qdoba, which is the favorite of one Jared Jansen. That is right. So we'll take a quick commercial break. John Vanificay on the other side, 88.3 WGTs after further review. Make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes, WGTs after further review with the picture of Frank Basher and the horse's head on the podcast. John Vanificay coming up next, 88.3 WXUT.